Welcome to the JB Trio podcast. We're starting a new season, season two, episode one. I'm Lee McDonald Jr. Chris, the foul lights are never on with Mancy. And Mark, the ancient warrior. And joining us this week is Mr. Neil Brady from our infamous first season. We- Thank you, everybody. Glad to be here. We're starting a new season, guys. Here we go. Another season. Well, Lee, let me let me just say this is a awesome idea. When you said you were doing a podcast, uh, even though I only subbed in the winter, I wish my own Thursday league did something similar. And I enjoy listening to the podcast as I drive to work. Oh, cool! Still going to listen to this, even though you're on it, right? Of course. So, guys, we ended up with 14 teams this summer. We're going to fill that 14th team. It was a blind team for the first week. We're going to fill that 14th team with a new team. We'll have 14 full teams starting on week two. If we get a 14th team, they ought to just be able to make up that first week that they weren't here. Yes, sir. We bowled week one. It was day after Memorial Day on the 31st of May. So with 14 teams, two on a team, Brian's team ended up sweeping. 40 points that week, team 13, so they are currently sitting in first. And in second place is team number eight, Greg Charlton. He and Robert Eigner, and they're currently sitting in second. One of our new teams, Team Pinstripes. I don't know if that's maybe a Yankees reference or anything. Maybe they're from New York. Team number 12 is currently sitting in third. Looks like they're a well-balanced team, good low to high average. Team number six, sitting at 28 points or in fourth, is made up of Eric Linton and Robert McDowell. Mark knows those guys. He bowled with them on the Sunday League at AMF Louisville. Team 10 is currently sitting in fifth place with 24 points. They're tied with my team. Uh, but Team 10, we deliver if that's Neil and Al. What do you guys deliver, pizza? <laughs> Well, as everybody knows, Kyle wears a lot of brown clothing, bowling, especially shorts and usually socks. <laughs> that is an ode to twofold. One is we deliver kind of like a UPS slogan, if you will, right? We're taking it to the lanes. When we show up, we deliver on the lanes too. And that's evidenced by our 2416 shellacking of Chris's wife and her girlfriend. So, so you're he- saying you pounded on two girls? Heck yeah. (laughs) And really, when I looked at these team names, I thought you guys were we two queens. (laughs) That's only on weekends, not on Tuesday nights. Yeah, you ever ever seen King and Queen, the TV show? I mean, he was a USB um, delivery guy. He was, that's right. That's very good. You were referencing, Neil, the playoff tournament that you had from your fall league today. Yeah, I got delivered. Yeah, it was more like deliverance because it was a rough day. You were came... Reynolds. You were uh... Ned Beatty. Ned Beatty. You were Ned Beatty. Yes, I hey, was wheeling like a pig. Neil yes. Brady, Ned Beatty. It has Ned the same Beatty, initials. Neil Brady, yeah. Yes. Same initials. You yes. were Ned Beatty. I was. I was. Well, <laughs> you know what? I've been able to stick it to other people, and then some days it's it's just not your day. Yeah. You know, everybody was very cool today. I mean, there's a lot of strikes thrown. We would have liked oh, to do as well. Yeah, was, yeah, I mean, totally. We'd like to have done better. Yeah, I got a good team over in Plano. I like to come to Louisville for the summer 
to get the ball on a different shot, in my opinion, a harder shot, one that you don't nearly get the carry. You really have to work for your strike. Spare making is critical. I find spares at Louisville to be much tougher on average. It's a great fit for me because I like the people in the league. Tough shot to bowl on, and I get the ball in a different house. And would you say the foul lights is very annoying as well? You foul. <laughs> yes, correct. And then once in a while when I see some dude dressed up in a wig, you just got to deal with it. It happens. Yeah. yeah, so you guys are currently sitting in fifth, 24-16. and My team also tied with you at 24-16. My team is me and my wife. Got my wife to start bowling this summer. But my son, who I was bowling against on the first week, my younger son just happened to come up with our team name. I don't know if you guys saw it, but it's spelled P-U-H space, the letter C, and then space whipped, which if you say the whole thing, it is Pussy Whip. whip. (laughs) And again, that is not my idea. That is totally my wife's idea. Oh, 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 that's your son. Yes. You should have went for ball gaggers. (laughs) <laughs> I try I try to get Ricky Ricky's team to be like that, but no. Oh my god. <laughs> you and these names, Chris. Lee, when I saw that name, I actually thought that was the owner of the Korean dry cleaner by me, but I, I guess not. Okay. Pussy? Oh, good. Yeah. Pussy. Yeah, poo. <laughs> so when I was bowling my son's team, we beat him actually. I said, Well, you know what? Every team that I beat every Tuesday night, we're gonna say you just got pussy whipped. So you had to say it to your son. I told him, I said, son, you just got pussy whipped. <laughs> Did Jennifer say as well? She backed me up. She said, if you're name a set, you might as well take it. Yeah, true that. Nice. nice. Very yeah. nice. See, she's already getting in the winning spirit. Yes, exactly. Well, I do want to say it's going to be tough to pussy whip the team you guys bowl next week. Next yeah. week is going to be pretty fun. We're bowling against that team number three out of all four of us that are on the podcast is the lowest team so far. They're currently oh. sitting in eighth. Yeah, Lee, don't worry. We've been leaving them last Tuesday. Easy. We're sandbagging. Yeah. We're sandbagging. Yeah. <laughs> we'll wait so, three. That's when the average till them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. The averages kick in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mark so, said he's going to have a 156. So. Something like that. So my team's in six, and then Chris, your team is in seventh, right below us at 22 and 18. That's because the team right below you, team number sucks. three, Mark. It sucks a little more. Yeah, You guys bowled each other, and they took 18 and 22, so they're in eighth. He brought a ringer in. His dad started <laughs> off with a four-bagger. Oh, yeah, I saw that. He did. He started that was not, that was not by testing. No, that was yeah. all luck. Mark, the, the question of the day, Mark, did you check to see if Dad's fouling? No, he didn't. Oh, my God. He no, did. he didn't. But he, he did. certainly admitted his son was fouling. Oh, he did. <laughs> he admitted that. I did thought that really? was going to be in did the team really? name. I thought it was going to be foul up. Foul up. Oh, that's a good name. Yeah, that's a good one. And then we got We Two Queens, which is – Joey, Rob's wife, and Chris's wife. Then we have team two, which is my son's team. Gutter Fluffers, of course, Mark names my youngest son, Leland. Mr. Gutter Fluffer, and, which he and did have three of them. I heard that he said, watch this, Mom, and then he just pitched. <laughs> got he did. Like Mom, like son. My wife, who only had one or two gutters, which is really good for her, because since she hadn't actually bowled league or summer league for, I think it's been, what, since before COVID hit? Not too bad for you that first night. So you, are you saying, Lee, we should start a poll? Who has the most gutters, your wife or Leland? <laughs> we should. I'm going to keep track every week. She only had two. He had three. 
Oh my goodness. Jeez. <laughs> so Leland, if you're listening, you have three and you're currently in the lead. <laughs> so he's gutter fluffers and they had 16 to 24. They're currently sitting in 10th team five. Joey Rob and Maddie Rob, his daughter have joined the summer. They are currently sitting at 11th. So not the greatest start, especially for Joey. He's kind of our USBC official member since he's a part of the USBC local. So it's good to have one of those in your league. Team 11, Ricky and Elena, they don't have a team name yet. They took a beating that first week. (laughs) They took a beating that first week. So they went 10 and 30. Team number seven, it's been a while. That is one of the new teams. Tammy Lopez and Joseph Lopez, they are coming to us from Forum Bowl. So she had a bowling injury. Apparently, she's a high average bowler. Currently has a 190 average, but that's with the hurt elbow. She said she had surgery. She bowls with her husband, Joe, currently carrying a 219 book average. So, yeah, two really good bowlers come to us from Forum Bowl. And they didn't have the greatest start in the first week, but definitely watch out for them. Currently sitting at 13th place, which technically is last if we had a vacant team. Chris said earlier we got a new team coming in. So, there you have it, guys. There's our league. 14 teams. Week one down and in the books. You know what? I say if these teams don't have a team name by the third week, we'll give them a team name. Yeah, that should be a rule. Yeah, I think Ricky, I hope Ricky don't have a team name by then. <laughs> we'll have to tell them because they'll have some pretty interesting team names, especially what Chris has got ready for Ricky's team. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. I have a good name for the vacancy team, too, when they come in. I have a good name for them, too. You want to tell us? No, not yet. Because I want you all to right. meet them, so it'll be funny when you meet them. You said you bowled with them on Friday night? Yep, for a couple hours, actually. So yeah. Damn. Yeah. Well, hey, Chris, when you initially said those two guys, they're coming from China, I was like, really? Like, you're going to bring <laughs> nationals into bowl? <laughs> no, like, he, was the, he was stationed in China. With the, he with the t- going on? Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was like, geez, why don't you just bring in a couple of Russian guys, too, while you're at it? <laughs> but these guys are fairly good. Like, if I, if I have to give you the average for the both of them, I want to say... 160 to 130. That's not bad. I'm sure they wouldn't be the lowest average. Yeah, and total, my philosophy about bowling and about training or anything life experience, guys, for fellow viewers, what I believe in, if you want to get better at something, go in hot and ready. Go against the best, and that's how you learn, by bowling the best. Here's Chris's and, new segment, Chris's thoughts. Yes. <laughs> I believe, like, when I was training bowling, I mean, I taught myself, but I believe in bowling the best to get better because even though I sucked and I knew I was going to lose, but at least I was in the position to bowl my best against the best. Hey, Neil, I, I meant to ask you too. In Plano, do they play music while you're bowling? No, we do have TV screens. Every three pairs, we have TV screens. So we're always up to date on the latest NBA playoffs or NHL playoffs. Yeah, they don't play any music, huh? I don't think so. No, that does not ring a bell. How'd you get for them to play your CD this week so you bowled so well? I heard them playing your favorite song. Oh, can't touch this? Yeah. Oh, MC Hammer? <laughs> yeah. Did I actually admit this? I never actually had a pair of true MC Hammer pants. I maybe had about 1991 pseudo-weightlifting, baggy, let-me-wear-my-tank-top-to-the-gym kind of pants. But that's the closest I get. You turned it on this week with that music. Is that how you get your wife? Uh, Sharing that on Facebook yes. earlier, Neil. 
<laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, I did have my groove on earlier today. That's right. <laughs> I, obviously, I shouldn't have had my groove because my bowling went completely south. <laughs> yeah, I thought a little earth, wind, and fire would get the whole team in our groove ready to go. But I guess the other teams were listening to more of it than we were. Yeah, <laughs> not so good. Not was, so good. No bueno. It was more of this. <laughs> Yes, thank you, Mark. There's a lot of that. (laughs) See, that's what they should do when your son throws a gutter or your wife. You got to have that and and play that. Or when Chris fouls. No, it should be like, yeah, there you go. Yeah. And I'll tell you, bowling next to you guys this week, Lee, it was smelling way too nice on 31 and 32. And and it wasn't coming from you guys. No, not at all. It was hard to concentrate. It really was like, like, like when I see Jennifer, I just want to have fun. Like, every, it's just, I just want to goof off and just like have fun. That's what like made me like my average kind of poorly against Ron <laughs> and Mark because I just want to have fun. Mm-hmm. So isn't that like the the old Cindy Lauper song? Girls just want to have fun. Yes, and I felt that. So then why do you bowl so well against me, Chris? Because you're complete opposite. You don't want to have fun. You're just there for business. No, for oh. some reason, Neil, I know I love you, Neil, and I respect you all the way. But when I see you, I just my game just turns on to the max. I don't know why. I just have to win. Talk I... about you in the fall, Neil, because on the podcast, every time Mark would threaten to bring you in to sub, Chris just took offense. Yeah. Yes, I did hear that on a couple of podcasts during the winter session. I don't know why, but his wife continued the trend, I guess the Woodman Z's against the Brady's the first game because we were both tied at 406 going into the 10th from a team perspective. I proceed to leave a seven pin. Camila comes up, throws the first strike, beats me and takes the wood for the first game. So after that, I had enough of that, and then I at least, you know, was able to throw some decent strikes the rest of the way. Maybe the first game. And then she pulled the wood, Manzi? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, disappearance. (laughs) Disappeared. Well, if you would have pulled wood, Manzi, she would have ended up beating me. Yes. You gave her the Ned Beatty in the second game. (laughs) No, I think it was the third game he gave me. He shut her the out. third game, I really laid it off. I had a 10-bagger that third like, game. She was on her knees. She was begging. He was like, okay, I'm done. Oh, and Neil was like, oh, you're gone. It's like, hey, hold on. My <laughs> wife's listening to this. I was about to say, we're getting pretty graphic here. You know, it sounded more like this. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. She was we'll on her go. knees yelling for mercy. <laughs> we'll Moaning for mercy. All right, so I think this is a perfect time to go into our favorite segment, Chris Probes. Oh, wow, okay. There it is. Chris Probes tonight. <laughs> yeah, I like that. We have our beautiful guest of the day, Neil Brady. Thank you, Neil Brady, for being here today. Uh, thank you for having me. So I don't know if you listen to our podcast. You said you have, but this is a segment we call Chris Probes. It's where we get nice and deep with no lube, no <laughs> protection, just nice and deep in the middle Brady. Just raw, yes, raw with capital R, capital A, exactly. capital W. There you go. Our viewers and listeners need to know the real life of Neil Brady. We need to know who you are. We need. Hey, I spent many years at Catholic school. And I was an altar boy, so don't worry about it. I'm ready for it. <laughs> so you already been touched. <laughs> He's already broken in. <laughs> I'm ready. So, so Neil, you are an older fellow, in all due respect. 
Thank you. What made you get into bowling in the first place? Like, what started the whole bowling career or lifestyle you have now? It's funny you say that because today someone asked my whole team, when did we all start bowling? And I started when I was eight. It was the PAL, the Police Athletic League. I grew up in Connecticut, so it was Saturday mornings back then. My brother bowled. He was five years older than me, and of course, he was you know on a different team. I kind of came into bowling right at the right time. Urethane balls and the equipment got really more advanced when I was 13, 14, early 80s. So I just kind of took it from there, bowled all the youth leagues I could. I bowled JBT, which are junior bowlers <coughs> tournaments in the Northeast outside of New York City. And then I bowled on my high school team. I actually took a break for a while, though, as an adult. Actually, Merchant and I, we had been working together probably about two or three years. I knew he was a bowler. I said, hey, let's get a team together. So we went up to Louisville, got this guy, Kyle Howell, didn't know who the heck he was. As the name implied, two Yanks and a redneck. We were the Yanks and he was a redneck. That was the start of all of this, even with the JB trios for us. And I think then we moved on to three for fellatio. I think that's true, yes. Which Kyle, Kyle to this day, still doesn't understand. (laughs) So you know who the redneck is. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, now we know. Now we know the role. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you love bowling and got yourself into JV Trues. We got the Met. Talking about competitive bowling and honor scores, like have you had any 300s, 800, anything like I have had, I'm not sure, either 11 or 12 sanctioned 300s. I actually had my first one when I was 16, the Connecticut State Youth Tournament, I guess is the best way to put it. I had an honor score in a couple of years. I do have one 800 which is pretty sad considering how much I've bowled. But as I said, I I took off some time, so I actually don't feel bad. I actually kind of learned from, I think it was from Ken Johnson, ironically, you know, when they were giving rings out back in the day to get a couple of rings that were super oversized, like size 18. (laughs) And you can either basically put it on a necklace and, you know, wear it around, or I end up giving my dad one of my 300 rings because of course him and my mom took me to all these tournaments when I was younger before I could drive. So I had enough to be happy enough to be more competitive than just your regular Joe. I thought you oversized it to put it on your big toe. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. And another part of my anatomy, but we won't discuss it. It's all about the third leg. You actually had the honor of being around for my 800 series. I did. I I remember that. That's right. The ironic thing about all my bowling, Chris, is that I've used Merchant's Ball before when he used to have his mastermind, and I actually could bowl better with his equipment than I could with my own. So that's funny. I could bowl better with his own equipment again for him, and I could bowl for me. So I don't know what that says. With all these, like, great scores and, like, competition bowling why didn't you go pro i had thought about bowling in college briefly maybe upstate new york some of the sunnis had programs william patterson in new jersey was a very good bowling program in the early 90s and and later to be honest i i never really thought about it It as more of just a, a hobby if you will the scores we throw are great but when we see guys who really can bowl People don't realize how good PBA bowlers really are. I mean, they're not just kind of good. They're amazing, and it's a lifestyle, right? And and I must admit, for me, I never wanted bowling to be my life. It's a good segue. I love getting out. I mean, I will go to work sick as a dog 
just so I can bowl my bowling night, whether that be Thursdays or Tuesdays. So I live for that. Like nothing comes between me and my bowling. So that's the way I treat it. It keeps my marriage better. Uh, absence <laughs> makes the heart grow fonder. <laughs> I know it makes my heart grow fonder. So yes, my wife appreciates I get out of the house. I have my own bowling thing going on. Ironically, I've never shown my kids how to bowl. My wife and I have never been in a league together. We kind of split apart there. So if my kids ever want to pick up bowling, I'll get them lessons. But right now, they have their own interests. Right? Ironically, I get sick as a dog the day after bowling. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, that's uh, mas, mas, mas cerveza is the Spanish words for that. Yes. <laughs> yes. I couldn't say it better than myself. That's really awesome. Like, maybe some of the viewers who are listening, they probably like will consider that and maybe make their decision easier if they were to consider PBA as a lifestyle. I've been fortunate to even in junior bowling and even I bowled a lot of scratch tournaments in the tri-state area of New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. Lilac City. Lilac up in Rochester. Yeah, I bowled that a couple of years. You know, I've been fortunate to bowl against Patrick Allen, Mike Lichstein, Rudy Revs. Chris Stoll, Chris Vial, a lot of guys in the Northeast. I've had some success, not overwhelming, but that's okay. These guys are top-notch. They're great bowlers. I can't take anything away from them. So next question. We all know you came back to JB, JB Doubles in the summer to be closer to me and be near me, to be around me. Of course. Because you know I'm the future of bowling. I'm just a hard guy to beat, very competitive. I am amazing. When bowling JB trios or and going against a, their, their opponent team, who did you like bowling against or, or who did you didn't want to, like, oh, this guy's too good for me. I hate bowling against him. I'll never say anybody's too good for me. I, I think you said it earlier. I even bowl tournaments like Sazba's, who I am definitely overmatched, but I am bowling against amazing competition, so I never feel that I don't have a chance. Uh, you just got to show up and try as hard as you can. You never know. Bowling, there's so many different breaks that happen. The breaks go your way that game or that night. You know, you might do really well. I just appreciate that they were calling me and and didn't lose my phone number. So. <laughs> No, because I had a couple of bad nights Went for some, some good cash with the King of the Hill brackets. I got my lunch eaten quite a bit, but that's okay. You know, you got to show up. <laughs> you you got to throw the scores. I will tell you about the league in the summer and the teams that I saw. There's going to be some pretty good bowling. A couple of these guys just got to get used to the lanes, and they're going to be fine. I thought the lanes were very playable this first week, and I was surprised when I saw series that there weren't some higher series, and I think that's just a couple of guys getting used to the lanes. But I think the scores will get progressively better as the summer goes on. See, I'm the same way. I, just, I see it possible this league as well. So if you could bowl like anyone other than the type of bowler, if you could bowl anyone else, who would it be? Just in JB Trios. If you could take their way of bowling, who would it be? Definitely wouldn't be Merchant. Nah, I don't like that style. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't, wouldn't want to wish that on anybody. You might want to read the lanes as good as me. Anybody. anybody uh, that is very bowled, true. Anybody who bowled JB Trios. So anyone who. Yeah, I'm going to go a, a little bit blast from the past, and I'm going to drop a name. But Lee will appreciate this. Of course you want to take my form. Because I don't want. He wants to be a lefty. I want to, yeah, Lee Sr., I know you guys have talked about him in a previous podcast. Yeah. And I am going to show up for Lee's induction. 
Oh, Lee Sr. was outstanding. I mean, you could not beat that guy. And forget forget the whole lefty-righty thing. You're a lefty. You still got to make shots. <laughs> it, it's not given to you, and you still got to carry. And I tell you, that guy, you know, one of the greatest opportunities I had in a summer JB trios was to bowl with Lee Sr. and Lee Jr. And that was the first time I had ever bowled with those guys and, you know, really started a good friendship right from there. So every time I see Lee Sr. now, I just look at that guy and say, man, that dude, he, he had a run there unlike anybody I've ever seen. I mean, every time I talked to him, it was like, yep, I threw another 800, another 800, <laughs> 300, <laughs> 800. It was just on a roll. He was just pretty amazing. So, yeah, Chris, throw away your replica rings, and maybe he'll give you one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need one. <laughs> so, last question. You know, to end it off. It's like a list I'm making for myself. So, I'm forming a team in the fall of JB Trios. Would you <laughs> do me the honor to be on my team? I'll, I'll have, to, have to talk to the boss. And in this case, the boss is my wife. <laughs> I think I hear the boss in the background. Oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the response we're going to get. She's in the so background I'll, shaking I'll, her head. I'll take that as a maybe. What do they have in their hand usually? The uh, rolling pin, right? <laughs> Ready oh, yeah. to yeah. whack you upside the head. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of the movie Dumb and Dumber, so you're saying oh my there's God. a chance. <laughs> so the that's chance. true, there's yes. That, that's very true. So yeah. yeah. The thing that holds me back, Chris, and this is actually a real reality, and people don't realize sometimes, as much as I love my kids, they are involved in so much stuff, it, it's hard to actually get away from bowling sometimes. Yeah, and let's put it this way. You. I'll definitely consider joining your team yeah, on Tuesdays. Well, I'll have to run it past the boss and you know, take it under advisement. <laughs> yeah, I'll put you on the consider side with the rest of the people. There you I go. I think right. I hear oh, Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Neil, for being part of the Chris Probe. Segment. That, that wasn't awesome. bad. You really didn't go that deep. I mean, I've, I've had deeper, so that's not yeah. bad. Thank you. <laughs> He's had the Ned Beatty. I was trying to go oh easy God. on you, Neil. Trying to take well, thank, well, I am a first-timer, so thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. What was that team name you said, Chris? Ball Gaggers. <laughs> Our new segment, Beat Mark the Irishman Merchant. What we plan to do here is take every match of the week, decide who's going to win, and I will beat our co-hosts and I will beat our guest every single week. Why is it the Irishman? Not the, the Irishman. Not, uh, it could be the, the Frenchman. Our, what about the ancient French. warrior? Ancient warrior. Oh, yeah. We could call it the uh, could have ancient, done warrior it. Pick. ancient warrior. Beat the ancient warrior. This is your segment. Really yeah, no. Beat the ancient warrior merchant. Okay, so as we know, on lane 19 and 20, it's Team 8 against Team 5. Greg and Robert versus the Robs, Maddie and Joey. My pick is going to be Greg and Robert. Okay, my pick for the first 8 and 5, Team 8, Team 5. I'm going for Greg's team, Greg and Robert's team. I figure this is going to pop out. So we got Team 5 against Team 8, Greg and Robert, and Maddie and Joey. So Greg's team has the average advantage. Joey, he didn't bowl so great last week. Currently, it's showing that he's still going to carry his 207 for the second week. If I had to say, I'm actually going to agree with the guys. I'm going to go with Greg's team, team number eight, win 21 or more points that week. Lock it in. 
I think it's going to be 4-0 because I'm also going to go with Team 8. I had Greg and Robert Bolt to my right the first week, and they were actually really lined up. I thought I would have saw a little bit bigger sets out of both of them, but they look pretty good. And like you said, until the averages reset, I think the Robs are going to struggle a little bit. I mean, just want to let y'all know, Joey's a listener on the podcast, so we all heard. <laughs> he's going to be pissed, so he's going to be like, screw yeah. you guys. So he might bowl great just to despite us yeah. losing. <laughs> he probably will. But it's all about the picks because there's a yeah. lot at stake here, so we've got to be right. In our next match, Team 7, Tammy Lopez and Joseph Lopez against... The Queens. Oh, no. I mean, Kyle and Neil. Yeah, they're the Queens. <laughs> right? We deliver pizza. I will say I would, I would have to go with the we deliver pizza here. <laughs> I guess Tammy did set an average last week, 190. Don't know much about that team just yet. I think we deliver pizza looks pretty good this week. After the freeze, I'd have to be concerned with that Neil Brady and his average. <laughs> That's a high average. Yeah, it's a very high average. But even though what Camille told me when she saw a Tammy, I don't know if you see her Her high game is a 246. Yeah, really good. She, if you can only imagine if she's injured and she bought 246, what, she, what more she can do. And she took off a long time, so that was a good set that she did for her first time yes. back. And I think from what I heard her say, a couple years. I did vote for Team 10 because I feel like Kyle's going to have a mystery ball day and bowl great. I think that's a big plus. And then Neil's going to – hopefully he'll recover from what he bowled today and show out on Tuesday. That's what I figured. Well, and I'm going to have to also agree. So it seems like we're all unanimous so far. I'm going with you, Neil. So don't let me down, buddy. You and Kyle, you guys better deliver. Otherwise, it'll be deliverance. <laughs> uh, Neil, I'll just put you down for the Lopez's. <laughs> yeah, Neil, Neil, you don't have to vote. You don't have to vote against your own team. If you believe in genes. Yeah, I, I'm just going to have to say my teammate would not be very happy with me if I didn't say Yes, we will deliver this week also. We will bring the good. So, right. yes. you, you deliver Team 10. Team 10. Well, so far, you we're all unanimous, so I'm going to be the first to take, take yeah. the yeah. odd way out. All right, Team 2 and Team 11. Team yeah. 2, Leland and Peyton versus Team 11, Ricky and Alina. Oh, yeah. Ooh, gutter fluffer. I have to go with... The gutter fluffers. I'm looking at the handicap, and it's slightly in favor of the gutter fluffers. I think Ricky's throwing Alina's game off. As long as the gutter fluffer doesn't hold, continue to hold the record there for most gutter fluffers. (laughs) For Team 2-2 against Team 11, I put Team 11. Ricky is going to explode, and Alina's going to – I feel like she has a fire in her to bowl better when she bowled last week. So Chris is our first odd pick. This is the pair we got to watch. Then I just feel like Leland and Peyton was only having fun, and they bowled really good because they were bowling their family and mom and dad. And even though they bowled great against other people, but I figured they just had a uh, just a fun time. I feel like they're gonna be different next week against. It's a good point. They may have taken it easy on my team. If I had this, I would have to agree with Mark in this one though that. Peyton and Leland took it easy on me and his mom last week, and I think they're going to bounce back. So I think they're going to be the winners of the week. Well, I hate to disagree with you, Lee, as much as I love you, buddy. I'm going to also go with Team 11. Ricky was pulling a lot of cards last week, even though he didn't have big scores. (laughs) And Elena was to our left. She will figure out what she was doing wrong last week. So uh, I think the kids are going to have a tough time. So I'm going with Team 11. And you did say Ricky was pulling a lot of cards. That's because we let him take two cards on a spare. 
<laughs> oh, well, wow. then, he, then he was taking advantage of it. <laughs> Three and one. And this is the good match right here. Yes, this is the grudge match. Team yeah. one, right? team one. We may have yeah. to go live. On this now, game. this this could be tough because Jennifer could definitely get in our heads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's the truth. Yeah. yeah that's truth. I mean, it definitely messed with us. Out. But I'm sure that guy, the ancient warrior, is going to pick it up this week. So yeah, I got to go. You're bowling against. You're going to bowl against Jennifer. Yes, I got to go with Team Three. I oh. think I'm, I'm game. I'm He's game. going out on the limb. So going out on the limb. This was a hard one for me because I know how Jennifer is about the mind bobbling, but I know Ron. He can care less about that shit. So it's going to be hard to get in his head. But I know Z is a great bowler. But with all that being said, just because Jennifer can't get in their heads, I favor Team Three. So much competition against me this week. Well, Mark. You know how it is. When yeah. you bowl against me, you're my favorite team I like to bowl against. Promise you I won't leave another 10 pin that whole week. <laughs> I'm going to have to back up my words and bowl is good and I'm going to pick myself. So we're split on this one too. Okay, man. I figure I can't leave as many 10 pins as I left last week. Oh, man. I left probably 15. That was another thing too, just to take a time out from the segment. When they had that memorial tournament the night before, I don't know if AMF or Bolero, if their machine completely cleans the shot off the lanes, oh, but no. every time they leave a different pattern for these tournaments, that pattern seems to stay there hey. on the lanes for at least three or four days. So that pattern that we all bowled on had a lot more oil in the middle, had a lot more sporadic because the early shift league bowled on it before us. I didn't mind it. I thought it was all right, but I could see where teams were struggling with the extra oil. Man, the 10 pins were crazy. Yeah, a lot of 10 pins. All right, sorry about that. Neil. Neil. Ooh, this is a tough one. Uh, I don't know. If, is it going to be a bounce back week for Ron and Mark? Ron bowled so well, they should have really taken a lot more points. So you obviously know Merchant was dragging them down last week. <laughs> Lee, if I was you, I'd have your wife make some of that great food I always see on Facebook. And, uh, you know, do a little bit of buffet before we start. I'll have and, to bring uh, pizza. <laughs> you know lee because i don't know your wife yet i haven't had the formal introduction i don't want to be on her bad side i'm gonna go with you guys because i think oh, jennifer yeah. she's a nice lady uh, that 104 is only gonna get better i see her only improving so yeah i'm gonna go i'm going against my guys but i'm going with the mcdonald's yep. uh, neil i did use a house ball last week i just want to let you know <laughs> yeah i won't be using one this week Oh, what okay, was that good. ball that you were using? It was a new ball, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a house ball. I just picked it up off the rack. No way. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah, somebody's old ball. I just picked it up off the rack. <laughs> and then we've got Team 14 four. and Team 4. Now, this is really interesting because if there is a Team 14 that shows up, I'll certainly be rooting for them. <laughs> <laughs> there is. They but... will be. So I have their number. They texted me already. They were confirming me today. Yeah, I'll be telling them to watch that foul light. Foul light. <laughs> They'll be setting an average, which makes it really difficult for somebody coming in. So I got to go with team number four, but don't oh. tell too oh, many oh, people wait, that. Wait, wait, who, who, wait, okay, who was team four there? Who was team four? <laughs> Just let's not tell too many people that. <laughs> Picking you, so, Chris. I'm yeah, shocked. Of course. I mean, he, he wants to win. That's why he picks me. So... <laughs> Of course, I'm going to pick myself. I figure the way I am when I see them, even though I didn't plan this, I'm going to meet them. I'm going to I'm gonna tell them we're bowling against each other. Of course, I'm going to have to 
prove myself. Oh, don't give him a man hug and scare him off. (laughs) I have to prove myself, so I'm going to be bowling very well next Tuesday. You're not only ambassador of the league, but this could be like a foreign relations type thing, too. So you got to make sure to represent when when they come in. Average Joes would definitely be winning this one. Now, if they don't bowl, then that means Chris's team will be bowling the blind. It seems like they bowl the blind team all like the time. Every other week. <laughs> Chris does all the time. <laughs> but if they do show up, like Mark said, they'll be setting an average. They will be bowling in the league probably for the first time. So it'll be a new setting. So I hope they have fun. I hope they become regulars. But for the first night, I would have to say it'd be pretty tough to win against the team. It would have to be the ultimate woodmanzy for Chris's team not to win this. But I am going to have to pick Chris's team. So, Chris, you got three picks for you so far. And the right ones. These are, these are the right ones. <laughs> I'm actually going to use a movie reference on this one to really help my pick. If we all remember that great movie, Dodgeball, if we oh, remember yeah. back then, uh, <laughs> Average Joe's was the gymnasium from Vince Vaughn. So I like the name a lot. So considering I don't know these guys, these, I don't know, who are living in China, they were killing people with their bare hands. I don't know. I'm going to go with Average Joe's. So there's another sweep. We got to sweep in picks again. We we, we name our Average Joe's based on something because we saw it two days ago. No way. (laughs) Originally, their team name was like Father Like Son, but when he wore a skirt and a wig the week before, his father said, no fucking way. (laughs) No way. Yeah, we wanted to put Average Joe's gym. We're bowling, so I was like, it's not going to work. It's a good thing you didn't see that cross-dressing movie with Dustin Hoffman. You'd be named that. Oh, my God. What's that movie called? (laughs) I forgot what it was called. That's my mom's favorite movie. This is Doubtfire? Yeah. No, um, that's that's, um, Robin Williams. Yes. Oh, you mean Midnight Cowboy? From the 80s. Yeah, it's from the 80s. My mom watched it all the time on VHS all the time. It was weird. (laughs) All right, so... Team 6, Team 13. Who's going to be bowling with Brian? No one yet. yet. We don't know yet. yet. Uh, No one yet. So far, it's still just him, but we are recruiting currently. I text Chance Defoe tonight. Oh, our favorite name, Chance Defoe. Uh Text him. We don't know yet. Hopefully, it'll be a yes. We will still keep polling. I would say chances are 50-50 that he will have a doubles partner, but he himself is fully committed. He said he will be back he says no matter what i think i could call kiefer uh Kyle kiefer. oh yeah kiefer that. after i text chance if chance is a no so yeah. i'll text logan or kiefer and yeah, hopefully do both do kiefer first i think kiefer is willing to bowl. you got it we'll get kiefer yeah i guess in this pick then i gotta play it safe and take brian team 13 i feel like i would normally go with the other team but look if you get logan god that team is going to be pretty tough. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it all depends on who that other bowler is going to be. Chance, Logan, good bowlers. I've got to go with Team 13 to just hedge my bet here. Because you just don't know who it's going to be. I hear you. Me, based on the fact that he probably won't have a partner next week, I did on based on that fact. Just on that fact by itself, I went 14-6. Because there's two against one, and I feel like Brian's going to be pushed against a wall. He's going to, he's going to get over-pressured. And he's going to crumble. What's a two? He's going to he's going to defeat two people by one, and he's just going to crumble under the pressure. That's what I feel. Well, that's interesting. And 
Team six is guys Mark a little bit familiar with. He's yeah. holding some on the Sunday night. Yeah. Our league uses the rule. Brian is still in that JB Trio fall average week where he's in 190, but he bowled a 600. Going back into the fall, he was bowling consistent 600s. Even if he does not have a partner, he still uses an average, which is going to be with handicap in the 200 range. So I'm going to say even if Brian is by himself, I think he'll still have the advantage, and I think he's going to pull it out. Well, Lee, I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one. So I am going with Team 6. I'm going to take the Irish angle, being half Irish descent. So I'm going to take McDowell and Linton. I should have said this before we started these picks. If you do lose to me, you're never invited again to one of these podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Well, thanks. Thanks. Last pair, the Queens. The real Queens. The real Queens, yeah. We're not talking about Neil Brady or Kyle Owl. Uh, but the real Queens, Camilla and Kim versus Team 12. Mike and Jared. I have to go with Team 12. Mike Osborne and Jared. I feel the Queens are just too exhausted after their match last week. <laughs> hey, Chris, your marriage might ride on this, so make sure you're, you're yeah. picking appropriately. <laughs> Thankfully, I'm bowling with my <laughs> wife, so I don't have to pick against her ever. But let's yeah. let's hear this one. So this one, I worked really hard. I I, I ran the math. I did I did the stats. I did everything. I ran the algorithm. I did everything. Okay, I tried to factor in, try to favor my wife's team, but the numbers just wasn't there. Oh no! Okay? <laughs> the numbers came to Team Twelve only because if you look at Mike Osborne, only because of Mike Osborne, one twenty three average with a seventy seven. 77 pin handicap. I mean, he's a 150 game coming his way once he figured out the lanes of the house. Boom, with a, with a 77 pin handicap, no chance. So I voted for Team 12. Wow, he picked against his wife. That's probably why she picked against the last name. <laughs> wow, Which I've got to correct, by the way. You did mention to yeah. me that you want me to put the wood, Menzi. When we create these systems... We transfer bowlers over, so it transferred the name. So I've got to correct it correct. I'll, I'll make sure to correct it in that second sheet. Well, that's when I'm a actually... rabbit will start to nosedive. You might not want to do that. <laughs> you might not want to do that. But she sees the woodmancy, she'll it'll kick into effect. She'll pull the woodmancy. Yeah. We are using the second week set average. Both girls bowled over their average. Kim Rob bowled nine pins over her average, and Camilla bowled thirteen over her average. So just based on that and the the other two guys that she's going against that are using their set averages from the first week. Watching them bowl, I think that is their true average. Of course, that's only one week. I really have no idea how much they've bowled or if that is their true average, but I'm going to side with the girls. I'm going to actually pick the queens, so queens don't let me down. Lee, I'm going to have to go against you again. Oh, I, every time I you think I'm probably just picking against you personally. I'm not. So I will say the proper great point. I know Kim and Camilla last week actually bowled over their head a bit. I think they're going to have a bit of a hangover from last week. Hey, Chris, just give you a heads up there. I've been married 20 years now. So you talked about you don't see them winning. You're not going to see something for a while, especially not picking you well, might want to revisit your picks there, buddy. And they both listen. They both listen. Oh, well, they then wa- listen, forget yeah. it. You're done. Just like, but <laughs> would they be mad when my pick is correct? At the end? <laughs> it doesn't matter about being right. It's just, it it's doesn't right. matter who's right. That is the perfect philosophy for uh, a 20-year marriage. It doesn't matter about being right. Right. Exactly. And, and you're Lee knows. To, 
Yes, I think all three of us, I don't know how long Mark's been married, but I think we've got all three of us have 20 years and you've got maybe six months. Six months. So, <laughs> yeah, so exactly. buddy, if you're going to be married to her as long as us, those, you get well, those marriage goals correct. Well, hopefully that she hears this and puts a fire in her tushy. And you know what? I'm going to prove my husband wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so we're counting the weeks. This is one week you didn't pick her team. Yeah, it's gonna hurt. But I want to beat Mark. <laughs> I want to beat Mark. <laughs> oh, that's that's more okay. That maybe she'll buy that. Excuse. Yeah, exactly. She supports me to crushing Mark. She supports <laughs> Those are the picks. Bowler of the week for the men is our guest tonight, Mister Neil Brady. Shot seven oh six scratch for his first night, which is impressive at AMF. That's almost like shooting seven eighty. But he did. But he did bowl against girls. Is it a bowler player of the week? It is official. He is player of the week. Hey, I beat up on anybody if I can. I don't care, old, young, so, so disabled. You're saying on live podcast that you beat up on women? Okay. Well, when your wife, when your when your when your wife runs for presidency, I want to play this. So, when she runs for president, I want to play this. Her husband is a beater. And... <laughs> well, Chris, I've told you this before. My wife knows I can have more children. It just won't be with her. So <laughs> we, we all know where we stand. That's what I'm just saying. <laughs> so Neil Brady won Bowler of the Week for the men for the first week, shooting 76 pins over his average. So congrats to Neil. For the ladies, Maddie Robb, which is Joey's daughter, she shot 55 pins over her average. So congrats to Maddie. Then for the Woodmansey Bowler of the Week goes to Mr. Ron Reynolds. He shot 277 to 194, which is an 83-pin difference. So congrats goes to Mr. Ron Reynolds. Is it congrats, though? (laughs) 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 Neil, thanks again for joining us tonight. Thank you, Neil. Thank you very much. It was very enjoyable. Hopefully I lived up to the previous guests and your experience with them. And I look forward to being invited on a future podcast. Yes, you you're Marshall. definitely invited back. have to beat Mark. Well, it, yeah, we're going to have to see how you do on these picks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, in all fairs play. <laughs> Viewers and listeners, thank you so much for listening and continue to listen to our podcast as we go into the summer of JV Doubles. Thank you so much, Neil Brady, for being our guest of the week, our very first podcast of the summer. Love to have you. Love to bowl with you and against you. Viewers and listeners, please come back for our second episode of JB Doubles. If you did not come back, as the old wise Patrick O'Hulahan says, you dodge a wrench, you dodge a ball. <laughs>